Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. Friday morning, February 16th. Thanks for starting your day with us. Time now on WTOP 358. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, guaranteed 24-7. Traffic's first. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. The one major incident around town includes on the outer loop of the Beltway between the Legion Bridge and the George Washington Memorial Parkway. This is a broken down tractor trailer taking away the left shoulder and the left lane. Traffic getting by to the right without difficulty. Just be prepared for it as you cross the bridge from Maryland into Virginia on the inner loop at the American Legion Bridge. The right lane right shoulder closed because of road widening work. And then the outer loop of the Beltway south of US 50 for road widening operations with some lane closures. And uh, pothole patching work on the inner loop near 66, the right center lane and the right lane blocked. And as you make your way down to the Springfield Interchange and heading south on 95, be prepared for the ongoing work zone southbound 95. This is south of Dale Boulevard. Paving operations, the center lane and the right lane are closed, but not seeing any major delays. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP. Traffic. Tracking snow on this Friday, but it will hit very late in the day. So this morning we're dry, temperatures lower to upper 30s. Your afternoon just shy of 50 degrees as clouds move in. After 10 p.m. today, the snow starts. It will end around 8 a.m. Saturday, looking at one to three inches of snowfall today. Your high temperature around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are at 45 degrees checking the airports at Reagan National, 43, BWI Marshall, and at Dulles, 45 once again, and holding in our nation's capital at 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, February 16th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up this early 4 a.m. hour for you on WTOP Friday. Weather topping the news back in the forecast for Friday night into Saturday morning. We'll let you know what you can expect. Humane officers, D.C. police, who does what when it comes to animals in D.C.? I'm Kate Ryan. Metro's inspecting its tracks after a rail car issue left the station filled with smoke. I'm Scott Gelman. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM Washington, WWWTFM Manassas, WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick, WTOP News, Facts Matter. Good Friday morning, 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. It was a very contentious hearing in Fulton County, Georgia, yesterday. A judge is hearing about the DA's relationship there with the prosecutor that she hired to lead her election interference case against former President Trump. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. Thank you, lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth. That's District Attorney Fonnie Willis on the witness stand. Ms. Willis? Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five There were many heated exchanges during her testimony. I object to you getting records. You've been 
intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. Willis is scheduled to be back on the stand today. Two juveniles are in custody after a deadly shooting at a Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City, Missouri. CBS News Chicago reporter Charlie Damore says the shooting has some people wondering if they should just stay home. This shooting has some communities and families questioning whether attending outdoor public gatherings are safe. Here at the Super Bowl parade, there were about 800 police officers for a million spectators. The mayor here in Kansas City vowing to move forward, including hosting next month's St. Patrick's Day parade. The U.S. government confirms Russia is developing a weapon to target American satellites. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has more on that from the White House. There is no immediate threat to anyone's safety. Is it a nuclear weapon, a nuclear-powered weapon, or a nuclear-capable weapon? I'm not going to be able to go into any more detail. But National Security Spokesman John Kirby said what Russia is doing would violate a 1967 treaty banning the deployment of nuclear weapons beyond the atmosphere. The University of Iowa's Caitlin Clark has broken the NCAA women's college basketball career-scoring record. Clark finished the night with 49 points as number four Iowa beat the University of Michigan 106 to 89. Greece has become the first Orthodox Christian country to legalize same-sex civil marriage. The BBC's Mark Lowen. I think this marks a rare moment in which Greece's politicians have stood up to the Orthodox Church, which still wields huge influence. And it is a moment when the Greek government has decided that this was the way forward and they have to now drag society with the law. A woman from Anchorage, Alaska has been sentenced to 99 years in prison for orchestrating the death of a developmentally disabled friend in a murder-for-hire plot. Denali Bremer was hoping to cash in on a $9 million offer from a man who said he was a millionaire. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTOP at 403. Good Friday morning. Welcome in February 16th, 2024. Increasing clouds heading through the day today. 47 to 52 the high. Winds 5 to 15. Down a degree to 44 in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along through your early 4 a.m. hour Friday morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. I love the winter. Well, doggone it, that's a good thing. We begin the ride this Friday morning with a change in our weather coming this weekend. The weekend will kick off with some snow starting later this evening, late Friday night, stretching through early Saturday morning. Starting at about 10 to 11 p.m. and wrapping up early Saturday morning around 7, 8 o'clock. So temperatures are going to be low enough. This is going to be all snow, a few inches of plowable snow. How much? Right now looking like around 1 to 3 inches, but a small area that will have that one inch category. That'll be the southern tip of St. Mary's, Calvert County. Most of us two to three and some of the far uh, areas west and northwest of the district uh, out in uh, areas like Hagerstown in Cumberland could see around four, maybe even five inches of snowfall. That's 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson with us this morning. We'll have more coming up with traffic and weather in just minutes. We'll keep you updated. WTOP at 4.04. An update on another story this morning on the man at the center of that day-long standoff in southeast D.C. this week. Stephen Radigan is accused this morning of shooting three officers 
They went to arrest him, that's what they were doing at the time, on an animal cruelty charge Wednesday midweek. That was the day. The suspect appeared in court Thursday afternoon where police said Radigan sometimes uses the alias Julius James. He was ordered, we're told, held without bond on charges of assaulting an officer, animal cruelty, and assault with intent to kill while armed. In the meantime... The officers are said to be out of MedStar Washington Hospital Center this week. And WTOP's own Nick Ionelli Friday morning tells us they were greeted by their colleagues and given a standing ovation as they walked out. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says the three officers were in good spirits as they left the hospital. One had been shot in the calf, another in the ankle, and the third in a protective vest. They were shot while trying to serve an arrest warrant in Southeast, leading to a standoff that lasted more than 12 hours between police and the suspect, Stephen Radigan. Radigan had been accused of abusing dogs, and police say after he was eventually arrested, they removed 31 dogs from his single-family home, including 11 puppies. It was something that neighbors had concerns about. Radican's landlord had recently filed court papers seeking to evict him, claiming that two of his dogs had acted aggressively toward a two-year-old child. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. But when it comes to the handling of cases of abused or neglected animals, who does what here? Humane law enforcement officers work with the Humane Rescue Alliance in D.C. They are not police, but they do investigate cruelty cases. The reality is we often see really hard things. That's Chris Schindler, who oversees those officers at the Humane Rescue Alliance. And while we can get arrests and search warrants, and we do, we do all of our own investigations, all of our own forensics and things like that, we don't carry weapons or firearms. And that's why they partner with D.C. police like they did Wednesday, when three D.C. police officers were shot. Schindler says he's grateful that the officers are out of the hospital and reportedly doing well. D.C. Animal Control handles things like loose dogs, wildlife, and dog bites. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 4.07 on your Friday morning. New this morning, Metro's GM General Manager Randy Clark is now apologizing after a third rail shoe assembly apparently came loose under a train that was pulling into the Eastern Market Metro station. This happened on Thursday, sparking a fire and evacuation Thursday afternoon. As it was pulling in uh, to the Eastern Market station, uh, headed inbound or westbound, showed, you know, an arcing uh, and smoke coming from underneath the train. D.C. Fire and EMS says one person was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Metro's now inspecting its tracks from New Carrollton to Eastern Market. We'll end up inspecting the majority of the system. We don't suspect this is a fl- wide uh, issue. At the Eastern Market Metro Station, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 407, an update on traffic and weather in just one minute. Stay with us. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Doren Street in Alexandria. Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. Selectautoimports.com. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning. Time now is 408. Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in first for traffic with Ken Berker in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. 
Thank you, Dean. Beltway out of loop as you make your way south of the American Legion Bridge from Maryland into Virginia and heading over to the George Washington Memorial Parkway. Beware of the broken down tractor trailer. It's over on the far left shoulder. Looks like it's crowding the far left travel lane. Traffic getting by to the right without too much difficulty. Just beware of the flashing lights along the far left side on the Beltway in loop at the, at the uh, Legion Bridge. You've got road widening work with the right lane on the right shoulder blocked. The inner loop at 66 pothole patching going on with the right center lane right lane blocked. Then the outer loop south of 50 road widening operations with some lane closures in Virginia southbound 95 south of Dale Boulevard paving operations. The center lane and the right lane are closed with more road work on southbound 95. This is down in the Fredericksburg area on the approach to US 17 Mills Drive. In the through lanes, the central lane and the right lane are closed. In Maryland, the work zone on the Beltway in Prince George's County affecting both loops with a mobile closure of the left of the left lane between St. Barnabas Road and the John Hanson Highway. Traffic getting by to the right without difficulty. There's also the mobile work crew westbound 50 right in the area of the 3301 interchange. Go electric to Fitzway looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And here comes the snow. Tracking snow on this Friday, but it will hit very late in the day. So this morning we're dry, temperatures lower to upper 30s. Your afternoon just shy of 50 degrees as clouds move in. After 10 p.m. today, the snow starts. It will end around 8 a.m. Saturday, looking at one to three inches of snowfall today. Your high temperature, around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 44 degrees in our nation's capital this 4 a.m. hour, Friday morning, February 16th, brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Jeff Claybaugh with us Friday morning. The average rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rose to a two-month high, 6.77% this week. NVIDIA has now passed Google for market value just days after topping Amazon. The chip maker is now the third largest company behind Apple and Microsoft. Riverboat cruise line Viking plans an IPO. Viking was founded in 1997 and has more than 70 ships now. Most carry no more than 200 passengers. The S&P 500 index closed at a record Thursday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks higher across the board. WTOP at 411. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Here's a little-known fact. Almost half of all waste generated in Montgomery County comes from businesses, organizations, and government facilities. Reducing the amount of waste in your workplace will have a positive impact on our environment. It can also save you money on your disposal costs. Reducing waste and recycling at your business is easy to do and is the law in Montgomery County. Make it your business to recycle right. Learn more at MontgomeryCountyMD.gov slash RecycleRight or call 311. Up in the morning and out to school. As we've been telling you on WTLP, it seems over the last few years, fewer and fewer colleges these days require those SAT scores. Scholars have long said that standardized testing favors students in privileged environments, especially those with access to tutors. This morning... 
Jacob Vigdor, a professor of public policy and governance at the University of Washington, joins ABC's Brad Milkey with her action this week to Dartmouth College's decision to reinstate the SAT. There's a certain set of students, and maybe they're economically disadvantaged. They're not going to the, the greatest high schools. They don't take AP courses because their schools don't offer them. We don't have a good way to find out that they've got what it takes to succeed at our university academically. But they show us a good SAT score, and then, okay, we're going to admit them. But if they don't have any SAT score at all, then they're too nervous to admit the student. That is the stated rationale for this. It's it's all about uh, promoting egalitarianism. Stated rationale. I feel a butt coming in here, Professor, because what, what do you think of this? One of the issues is that these schools say the moment we made this optional, a lot of kids in different minority groups stopped including their scores when, in fact, the scores would have helped their case to add them in. They thought they weren't good enough, and they were. What do you think of that? So Dartmouth is saying, oh, look, we got this file from an applicant where um, when we discovered later on what their SAT score was, we say to ourselves, oh, I wish that they had told us because we would have admitted them. And so their response is, well, let's make the SAT required. And then a student like that will give us the SAT score and we won't make that mistake. I think what they're neglecting is the possibility that they make the SAT score required again. And that student that we're talking about does not apply because they realize, oh, well, now that I have to reveal this information that I'm ashamed of, I'm not even going to bother applying. Because here's the one thing that has really happened at Dartmouth and other elite institutions since they dropped the testing requirements. The application numbers are through the roof. Mm. Dartmouth used to get about 20,000 applications a year. And what they just said is that for this coming year, they've got over 30,000. So that's 10,000 extra applications. Because people are saying, hey, now that Dartmouth is test optional, I think I have a shot. Dartmouth brings the test back, and a lot of those students are going to say, oh, well, you know, I, I I don't think that I can make it, so I won't bother. Well, okay, and so that's like one thing that the Dartmouth people are saying. The other is that there is a link between if students get good SAT scores, they'll do better at college. Is that, I mean, isn't that what admission is supposed to evaluate, right? Or is it? Yeah, well, I think... There's different ideas about what one of these colleges should be doing. If you want to just pick out the students that will get the best grades at your college, then the SAT is a pretty good tool for that. If what you're trying to figure out is, you know, am I admitting a student who's going to succeed here? You can actually do a pretty good job of that without the SAT because the secret about these Ivy League schools is that they're hard to get into. But once you're there, it's not that difficult to pass. Mm. So the percent of students at a place like Dartmouth who may Make it back for their second year is 98 percent mm-hmm. at your local community college it's probably about 50 and so like they're already choosing a somewhat somewhat of a cream of the crop they've already got great teachers like the students there whoever they are going to do okay exactly and this is actually something that harvard admitted in the admissions lawsuit a few years ago about affirmative action what they said is we have a huge number of applicants who could succeed here academically and then we're just trying to, to sort of pick who are the lucky ones that will let in that's Jacob Victor, a professor of public policy and governance at the University of Washington, talking with ABC's Brett Milkey here on WTOP. A quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you Friday morning on WTOP. The man accused of shooting and wounding three D.C. cops makes his first court appearance this week. We're learning more at WTOP this morning about the case of the deadly shooting this week after the Kansas City Super Bowl celebration. And Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis will spend another day this Friday on the witness stand defending herself in the Trump trials. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. So what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? 
A catchy song, of course. You can run, but you can't drive high. You can run, but you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. And on that morning when I wake up. You're with WTOP. Thanks, Dean Lane. 417, an update on traffic and weather in just one minute. Meantime, we'll check out this Friday morning, the world of entertainment. Showbiz Express, I'm Ross Crystal. It's been in the works for some time, but now the CW has closed deals on game show versions of the board games Trivial Pursuit and Scrabble. According to the deadline, so far there are no hosts attached to either project, but LeVar Burton had previously been attached to the Trivial Pursuit adaptation. Last month, Netflix debuted a new music documentary titled The Greatest Night in Pop. The film tells the story of the making of We Are the World, the charity single that swept the globe in the mid-80s and raised tens of millions of dollars for famine relief. Singer-songwriter Lionel Richie was an integral part of the project. I'm so excited about it because I didn't realize that in the soup of that night, we were actually documenting, we were shooting the, the video, recording, and doing the stills. All at the same time, that's impossible. And so this is like a confirmation of a dream that happened for real. The Greatest Night in Pop, now streaming on Netflix. He's trained some of the brightest and the best. Hollywood acting coach Bernard Hiller is our guest on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront. Available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Much more on showbizexpress.com and for the Showbiz Express Network. I'm Ross Crystal. Friday morning, February 16th. Thanks for starting your morning with us. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger. Friday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. The one uh, issue around town, if you want to call it that, continues to be the broken-down tractor-trailer beltway out loop between the American Legion Bridge and the George Washington Memorial Parkway. The activity over on the far left shoulder looks like it's crowding the far left travel lane, but traffic getting by to the right without any kind of difficulty. And then as you make your way down on the out loop of the beltway, had some road widening work south of US-50. That has been cleared. Still have pothole patching operations on the inner loop near 66 with the right center lane and the right lane blocked, and then the uh, inner loop at the Legion Bridge. The right lane right shoulder closed up because of ongoing road widening work. Work zones in Virginia up and down the 95 corridor, both southbound. Uh, one is southbound to just after Dale Boulevard for paving operations. Central lane, right lane blocked, and then more road work on southbound 95 in the Fredericksburg area approaching US 17 Mills Drive. It's in the through lanes with the central lane and right lane closed. In Maryland, a good-looking ride up and down the 270 corridor with no major delays between Bethesda and Frederick. 95 and 295 running in the clear between the two beltways. No worries on Route 50 leaving the Capitol Beltway heading east all the way to the Bay Bridge. Westbound 50 for the mobile work crew on the approach to the 3301 interchange. The time to save is now at Marlowe Furniture's President's Day Savings Event. Save an extra 20% off Marlowe's new everyday low prices, plus get free delivery. Save now at Marlowe Furniture's President's Day Sale. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up this half hour after traffic and weather, Friday morning on WTOP. His marijuana dealer was in a wheelchair, and he shot and killed him anyway. 
I'm John Doman. On winter alert for your Friday night and through your Saturday morning. Tracking several inches of snow coming our way with the next weather maker. The visibilities will drop tonight and there will be some slick and slushy roads out there. So prepare now. Early this morning here are temperatures lower to upper 30s. It is clear and rather quiet. You'll notice the system moving in as clouds increase or sunshine will fade today. Temperatures not bad later, right at average forecasting 48 degrees this afternoon, but lower 30s and even sub-freezing for overnight. That's going to allow this event to give us all snow and allow that snow to even stick to some area roads, anything that's not treated. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 43 degrees, College Park, 42, Fairfax, 45 on the National Mall, 44 and holding in our nation's capital and still ahead this half hour Friday for you. Are we still seeing a lot of people move further out to get homes with more space? I'm Mike Marilla. WTOP at 421. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach i'm going to aspen colorado i'm going to alexandria in the freezing rain if you're traveling around the washington region stay up to date and stay safe with wtop's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th with that storm front coming in you might want to avoid the highways tonight we're here for you all winter around the clock wtop news facts matter Good morning, sunshine. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. The ACLU of Virginia has filed two new lawsuits against the state's Department of Education asking the courts throw out Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's transgender policies for students. Those policies require students participate in school sports that match their sex assigned at birth. It also requires students to have parental permission to change their name or gender at the school. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of two transgender students in Hanover and York counties. Youngkin says those policies, which went into effect last year, are aimed at giving parents a greater say in how their children are treated in school. But opponents here argue the policies are discriminatory against transgender students in the state. Guilty verdict for a Prince George's County man who was on trial for murder and other crimes connected to a drug deal last summer. Last July 1st, the same day that marijuana became legal to buy in Maryland, 19-year-old Dan Gale tried to buy some from an illegal dealer he knew. The deal was to go down outside some apartments off Goodluck Road near Duval High School. But the dealer had his friend, a man named Malcolm Bradley, make the delivery. Now, Bradley was in a wheelchair, but Assistant State's Attorney Bill Porter says it took surveillance video to beat a self-defense claim from Gale. We were able to show Dan Gale literally turn around, pull out a gun, and just start blasting. Edith Bradley is the victim's mother. They broke my heart completely. Gale will be sentenced in May. John Dome in WTOP News. A D.C. man found guilty of first-degree murder in the 2020 shooting death of a man who was waiting at the time for a bus in southeast D.C. Prosecutors in the case say that 37-year-old Terrell Poe pulled up to the bus stop in a stolen white pickup truck, jumped out and fired a rifle at 30-year-old Christopher Washington. Poe was arrested nearly two weeks after the September 2020 incident, the shooting. He is scheduled now to be sentenced this spring in April. He faces up to a decade in prison with a minimum sentence of 30 years. 
filled with pandemic, we saw people fleeing the cities to buy some big, big homes with more space, sometimes in the country. But it appears that only parts of that remains true this morning. During COVID, it almost felt like there wasn't a limit for how far people are willing to go outside the city. But now, realtor John Coleman with the J. 